around by responding to and memorizing successive stimuli along the path they move. In learning to run a maze, for instance, they were thought to recall sequences of turns they made from the maze's start to its end. This idea, however, did not take into account that the animals might visualize an overall picture of the entire maze to be able to plan the best route. Tolman broke radically with prevailing views. He had observed rats take shortcuts or make detours, behaviors that would not be expected if they'd learned only one long sequence of behaviors. Based on his observations, he proposed that animals from mental maps of the environment that mirror the spatial geometry of the outer world. These cognitive maps did more than help animals to find their way. They also appeared to record information about the events that the animals experienced at specific locales. Tolman's ideas, proposed for the first time around 1930, remained controversial for decades. Acceptance came slowly, in part because they were based entirely on observing the behavior of experimental animals, which could be interpreted in many ways. Tolman did not have the concepts or tools to test whether an internal map of the environment actually existed in an animal's brain. It took about 40 years before direct evidence for such a map appeared in studies of neural activity. In the 1950s, progress in the development of microelectrodes made it possible to monitor electrical activity from individual neurons in awake animals. These very thin electrodes enabled researchers to identify the firing of single neurons as the animals went about their business. A cell fires when it triggers an action potential, a short-lasting change in the voltage across the neuronal cell membrane. Action potentials cause neurons to release neurotransmitter molecules that convey signals from one neuron to another. John O'Keefe of University College London used microelectrodes to monitor action potentials in rats in the hippocampus, an area of the brain known for decades to be important for memory functions. In 1971, he reported that neurons there fired when a rat in a box spent time at a certain location. Thus, he called them place cells. O'Keefe observed that different place cells fired at different locations in the box and that the firing pattern of the cells collectively formed a map of locations in the box. The combined activity of multiple place cells could be read out from the electrodes to identify the animal's precise location at any given time. In 1978, O'Keefe and his colleague Lynn Nadell, now at the University of Arizona, suggested that place cells were in fact an integral part of the cognitive map Tolman had envisaged. The discovery of place cells opened a window into the deepest parts of the cortex, in areas farthest away from the sensory cortices, those that receive inputs from the senses, and from the motor cortex, which emits the signals that initiate or control movement. At the end of the 1960s, when O'Keefe started his work, knowledge about when neurons switched on and off was largely restricted to areas called the primary sensory cortices, where neural activity was controlled directly by such sensory inputs as light, sound, and touch. Neuroscientists of that era speculated 
that the hippocampus was too far removed from the sensory organs to process their inputs in any manner that could easily be understood from a microelectrode recording. The discovery of cells in the hippocampus that created a map of an animal's immediate environment dashed that speculation. Even though the finding was remarkable and suggested a role for place cells in navigation, no one knew what that role might be for decades after their discovery. Place cells were in an area of the hippocampus called CA1 that was the endpoint in a signaling chain originating elsewhere in the hippocampus. It was hypothesized that place cells received many of the critical navigation-related computations from other hippocampal regions. In the early 2000s, the two of us decided to explore this idea further in the new lab we had set up at the Norwegian University of Science and Technology in Trondheim. This pursuit ultimately led to a major discovery. In collaboration with Menno Witter,